0: You wanna? Well, hey guys, we're back. We started this. We're back. Listen, we had technical difficulties at technically human, and the audio stopped. And I'm sad, but we were having seventies things on the TV before.
1: All right, guys. Everything so was great. This is already this is, I, this has already kind of been like a wonky episode, right? Like it's the wonky weird It's pretty. This, yeah, this is gonna be the gas Link episode. The it's gas th- leak episode. Uh, DJ decided that the content that we should have uh, on our like subconscious brains while we're podcasting should yeah. be uh, eight insane and kind of creepy kid shows from the 70s. You're
0: right, yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. it was
1: messing with, you know, we were getting distracted. We'd look over and there was like a badly personified car flying but it was in the fun. air. It was a buggy. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, <sighs> I almost feel like that was a sign that maybe we shouldn't do this.
0: Listen, no, it's The podcast it's okay.
1: stopped and told us no.
0: I will find a gift to put on the screen, and it'll be okay, and it'll make us all very, very happy.
1: Dude, I never trust this. We were talking. We were talking about all kinds of different stuff.
0: We were talking before we
1: started this.
0: We we had a very fun. We we're having a very fun podcast, and then we stopped for a second because the mic didn't work, and then we had like a very unfun conversation yeah. about real life things.
1: I'm. Dude, I'm realizing more and more as I'm getting older that I'm just becoming more and more of a buzzkill. Like, <laughs> I don't know why, but whenever something, like, uh, upsetting just, like, crosses my mind, I'm like, I got to talk about those guys, so get ready. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, I feel like it's kind of a thing of our generation where there's so much, like, weird shit happening that it's like, ah, why, 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 what's going on? It's hard to be happy sometimes, but you know what? That's not what we're about on the Tactically Human podcast. No, we are we're, not. We're, we're about, about the yucks stuff. and the ha-has.
1: Yep, yep. The hehe's. Uh-huh. I'm here for it.
0: Al, you've got knuckle tats now. Oh, yes. Let's get into that's it. That's new. Yeah.
1: Um, I got knuckle tattoos. I really wanted knuckle tattoos for a long time. I didn't know what to get because mm-hmm. uh, I think I'm not ready to commit to, like, letters, and that's what I want on my first knuckles, uh-huh. so I decided to think about, like, what I want on my second knuckles, and I landed on the planets, mm-hmm. and so... I have the eight planets on my fingers and then I have like mm-hmm. on my second knuckles and then I have Pluto on my pinky knuckle on my left hand. Uh-huh. So that like he's included. Cause that's right Cause he great. deserves to be. And then I'm, you know, eventually I want to get my like first knuckles too and everything else. But mm-hmm. like, I really freaking dig these. Like I kind of like just having them by themselves. Cause yeah. they're just like small. Also when I went into the tattoo shop though, the guy, his name was Dan. He was mm. so funny. He was like, the hardest thing to tattoo mm. is a circle, and you want nine of them mm. on your fingers. like. And yeah. I am like, listen, man, if you'll do it, I'm here for <laughs> it. I understand if you want to tell me no. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. We just had a great time. It's and super small, too. I mean, yes, they are pretty small. But, like, I mean, he did a great job. I Hell fucking yeah. love them Hell yeah. I love getting tattoos. and.
0: Bada yeah. bang, bada boom
1: that's the start and the end of that
0: do we want to do we want to revisit the cartoon conversation because i feel like there's some good stuff there sure
1: yeah why not so
0: before on the on the last episode (laughs) we were talking about um alex hirsch's gravity falls about how weird it is that it's on disney channel or at first it was on disney channel then went to disney xd and then it did it go back to disney channel
1: no i think it's still on disney xd because
0: okay uh yeah okay but but it ended It's done. Yeah, it ended like uh, like a couple years ago now, right? Yeah, yeah. A yeah. few. I I really did that because we were talking about because Cartoon Network uh kind of pioneered that a little bit with um doing like dark shows with like Samurai Jack and shit. Oh yeah. Where it's like the base level of Samurai Jack is like fine. we feel like look into it more so. Right. It's like super upsetting. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing with like Adventure Time. Uh, mm, yeah. Which also just ended recently.
1: Yeah, R.I.P. D- yeah. R.I.P.
0: Didn't know it was still going for a while, and then I was like, "You guys should have ended a little bit ago." I was
1: very aware because I was dating an animator first mm. year of school, mm-hmm. and like, if you know an animator, you know about Adventure <laughs> Time. <laughs> it's like it's like the one bonding thing between all of them. Like they yeah. all love
0: Adventure Time. Yeah, well, Adventure Time was like it did not for Hyperly, but it was kind of iconic for. Adventure Time changed the landscape of cartoons, I would say. Yeah, for, I can see that. For like, because before that, it was kind of like, oh, whatever, wacky, random, dibby-doo. And then, like, after Adventure Time, every show, like, they, they had the Steven Universe. is like, oh, it's this slice of life, slice of life. But uh, also.
1: Kids can handle shit. Let's throw shit at him. <laughs> like, let's, a- let's
0: also say this guy is half of a gem. Let's also say these two gems are gay and make oh one my- big gay gem. Dude, it's so fucking
1: great. I love that show. <laughs> but, like, I, I mean, the other thing is, like, the next generation of kids who are growing up on these cartoons and watching it without their parents' permission and all this shit, like they're gonna be tough as fuck. Because yeah. like I watch Steven Universe with my roommates, and there's a scene where like he, uh, they're like hurtling through space, and he needs to push a button, but mm-hmm. the gravity is too much for him to move his arm, mm-hmm. and it goes on like just a second longer than a normal cartoon would do it. Like, just to enough so it's really painful. He's yep. like, I failed everyone. No one's, like, everyone's going to be dead because of me. It's going to be all my fault just because of am a stupid, stupid kid. And he's, like, crying and his Jesus. tears are hurtling back. And he's like, I hate myself. Like, he's doing – he gets so sad. i trying to remember if
0: this episode, it's yeah. It's so
1: sad. And then, like, of course, like, it works out. The happy ending. But, but, like, it feels so much sweeter, too, because he went to that dark place. Yeah. As an adult. Yeah. Like, it's great for me to, like – I don't know. I enjoy – dark shit. Mm. I enjoy like deep plots. I enjoy like really feeling the emotions of whatever the character is feeling and like spending time there. Mm. But like a kid that saw that like I would cry so much. I feel like that's like the Cash
0: 22 with these things. It's like for a long time we didn't get shows like that and like movies like that. No stakes in
1: those shows. No stakes. No one ever
0: died. Like parents don't want their kids to like see scary shit because it scares them. But, like, I feel like on a very small level that every kid, like, likes the moments where it's like, oh, God, what's going to happen? Like, they're scared. Like, they're upset. Like, I remember some of the most memorable things from my childhood. It's like, oh, man, you remember how scary that was? Yeah. Or how weird that episode of Rugrats was with the, the toilet and shit?
1: No, I didn't have that. But there,
0: There's a whole weird episode where they're, like, doing potty training and he has like this terrible nightmare sequence oh god that sh-
1: whole show was a nightmare it is
0: oh my god, I, rubber makes me uncomfortable oh, i the later god. seasons i can watch fine but the classy shootpo like style with like the moving animation lines mm. and all that even as a kid was just like i feel disoriented uncomfortable and sick right now <laughs> yeah like i feel hazy that's but. how
1: i feel when i watch uh claymation no Ooh, offense yeah. to claymation movies out really there because they are some good movies yeah I have not been able to watch any of them. Like, I haven't been able to sit through them. You seen Paranorman? I haven't been able to. Did you just hear what I said? (laughs) Uh, Honestly, did you try (laughs) Paranorman, should I say? I think uh, one, okay, so I took a 3D art class Mm -hmm. in high school, and the teacher did not know how to teach 3D art before that. Mm -hmm. And so uh, a lot of what we did during, like, holidays and breaks and stuff was we just watched claymation movies, which Mm -hmm. was awful for me. Mm -hmm. So I think I ignored Paranorman in Mm -hmm. the background. There's a dog in that one, yeah?
0: Uh... There might be a dog, but there
1: I don't... D- there's a dog in that you one, you're thinking
0: Frankenweenie. There's a dog in that where a kid brings his dog back to life.
1: I may be thinking Frankenweenie. Paranorman does Frank it look the Weenie, same? Say, uh, does it kind of look the same. It's got a
0: bit of a green palette, but not really. One's in black and white. One's in okay. color. <laughs> um, All right, that's a pretty big. Part. <laughs> no, uh, so I'll give you that. Par- Paranorman's done by a uh, Leica Studios. I don't know if you know about them. They they kind of do. I'll try to pull up the list of movies they've done, but they're known as like the other three D animation like uh, studio. So everything that's not a Pixar or Nightmare Before Christmas. So yeah, so they did Coraline, Kubo and the Two Strings, Paranorman, and Box Trolls, and like. A bunch of other movies.
1: Kubo w- was uh, the commercial for that were the least offensive that I've seen in a long time. Kubo, like, yeah, it actually looked like pretty tolerable. Oh, Kubo was amazing. Yeah, that was
0: a beautiful movie. I like would I just mean like
1: design wise. I don't know. I think it's the frame rate that always fucks with me. Like mm-hmm. I just hate it. Like yeah. I hate it so much. I
0: get it's. I can definitely see that being something that would bother. But like the their their stuff is very smooth. Yeah. I would highly recommend. Well, I
1: mean. Debatably, if 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 this is your cup of tea and you uh. like this stuff, then possibly. But like, mm-hmm. I have always kind of found it a little like disorienting and like uh, feeling, yeah. you know. No, I definitely so, like, get what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. like commercials for Coraline, kind of like. I, I definitely gave me, like, um, yeah. I no gotcha. offense. It's probably a great story. Probably great guys. Just probably not, everything. Just, just not my great, right, Great guys <laughs> having a great time. He just turned great into, like, things. a New
0: Yorker on the street. Yo, he's probably a good guy. He's probably whatever. But listen, man, it's just not me.
1: Not me, Duke. Oh, I want to say. Is that New York? <laughs>
0: I believe Duke is a New York slang, yeah. All
1: right, tight. New York.
0: Uh, What's up, New York? Duke B. <laughs>
1: I understand I that because I've been playing Spider-Man. Not gonna lie, <laughs> love Spider-Man.
0: <laughs> Spider-Man is fun. It does, oh, but that's yeah. another
1: one. That's another one. What? Okay, so the voice actor for Spider-Man. We yes. didn't even talk about this. He's on okay. Camp Camp, and he's on Ruby. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Who does he play in yeah. Ruby? Uh, Mercury and Ruby, which changes Mercury's character all together. I'm gonna have to rewatch that shit before season. That makes five, so much sense now six. that I'm thinking
0: about I don't know. it.
1: Right, right, <laughs> right, right! And he's like, Neil or something yeah. in Camp Camp. Okay. Like, holy shit! That's and, cool. But like, oh my god, in Spider-Man, does he get hurt? Like, he gets hurt, hurt. And it's really hard to listen to. That last Like, scene. if you care about this voya- voice actor. Yeah. And like, all the pain that he's feeling and stuff, like... Whew. Oh. That's another one. That's like Gravity Falls level of like feeling bad. You yeah, know?
0: absolutely. Oh to, man, what was the last line he says? To well, spoilers for. Spo- oh, we don't gotta spoil it. It's we spoiled really it good. last week. <laughs> yeah, but this new, new life yeah, spoilers. We, every episode's a reboot. We're back for real. Bang, It's bang. Yuri
1: Lowenthal that we were talking about. Um. Which is really cool because there's a character named Yuri that he talks to, uh, a lot in Spider-Man. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. the cop Yuri.
0: Right? I wonder if that was. Hmm, I mean, imagine
1: like trying to sound like I don't know. Does he ever get upset or something? He's just. I mean, imagine He's being upset. like DJ, like yeah. <laughs> saying that to yourself. Though. Oh, does he ever
0: yell at Yuri? I, th-
1: I don't know if he yells, but I think he like yells like because she's in. Like, she gets blown up in the first scene, right? Like, there's a bomb where she is. She doesn't uh, get blown up, but, like... <laughs> she gets blown up I'm and sorry. comes back the rest of the game. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, no, he yeah. thinks she is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Something, he, he thinks that she's in danger for some reason.
1: I don't know. He's a great voice actor. It was a lot of fun uh, yeah. playing Spider-Man.
0: Oh but, my like, gosh. damn,
1: was it emotional. Like, yeah.
0: damn. <laughs> that guy can bring the
1: heat. Yeah, like there's a whole s- scene, like there's a whole um, side quest where you have to like give him lung cancer by just flying into these clouds of green smoke. You have it's to- painful because he just chokes on it. All, <laughs> so it's like, why am I still playing this?
0: I don't think you give him lung. <laughs> you give him lung. That's that's the end of the game. That's the yeah. end of the game. Is Spider-Man on a deathbed, crying, sad? Well, maybe oh. it would give a
1: normal person, but mm-hmm. like he probably just has spider regeneration. Nah, like I just, it probably would have given.
0: He's got something in his mask.
1: <laughs> he's yeah he like something but in he's his still mask. Nah, he's still coughing
0: he's just doing it to make us feel better
1: <laughs> thanks appreciate <laughs> it <laughs> we were i was talking
0: you know what would make a modern tragic peter parker story what if we opened on on peter parker right and he's on facebook and he, he puts his little zinger in and uh, he's got no friends and he puts it out there and then he likes it and no one else likes it i feel that's a modern tragic tale of peter parker right there
1: that yeah dude (laughs) like also (laughs) all right fine good job (laughs) what do you want (laughs) i don't
0: know i just think that would be a very sad thing
1: yeah why was no one why would no one be his friend (laughs) he doesn't have any friends the spider-man thing or is it like peter parker peter parker where's mj mj would like that shit unfriended what
0: unfriended him
1: i guess i don't know the lore what (laughs) she unfriended him (laughs) mm-hmm like she would she
0: would they got in a fight she's they a reporter him. she
1: needs to know what's going on everywhere no this is
0: like when they're in high school
1: oh okay
0: peter said something dumb and then she didn't like it okay and unfriended
1: it'd be even sadder if like he went back to his homepage and he had like he mm-hmm. friended like 500 people yeah but, like zero friends himself <laughs> that's the saddest thing i see when i go to someone's like like i don't know sometimes if you're checking like if an instagram is a bot instagram or if this person just like clicks the hashtag and follows everyone that uses it yeah like i'll see like ten thousand uh following and then like 70 followers and i'm like oh god how do you (laughs) 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 it's not a good look no it's not a good look look good on you
0: (laughs) i just i think that'd just be really sad
1: yes you're right
0: this has been my new favorite thing
1: just thinking about really sad things yeah
0: and then not elaborating on them any further, leaving that there <laughs> yeah um yeah no that guy is, I, I i think he's my favorite spider-man voice next to the dude that plays him in uh spectacular i would say because that one's really dope i don't know if we've talked about that on the pod before but spectacular spider-man in my opinion is like quintessential what spider-man thing is like I think it's better than two. I think it's better than every other thing that's coming out because it's a cartoon show, and it's got, I think, two seasons, and it's great. It does the symbiote episode better than any other person I've ever seen do that story, like in like a cartoon or a live-action setting.
1: Wait, so for those of us who, do, who don't know, what's the sit?
0: uh, So essentially, like, the thing that makes Venom. Okay. So the, the, the gist of this mini-story about how Venom comes to be is that... Uh, so J. Jonah Jameson's son goes into space with NASA or whatever. They come back. Well, he, second thing, he goes to Mars, and he finds an amulet that turns him into a werewolf and then I think stays on Mars for a bit. But after that whole ordeal, they come back <laughs> to Earth. <laughs> they come back to Earth, and a little symbiote catches onto the spaceship, right? A which werewolf is, symbiote? No, regular symbiote. Okay, just, just checking but in. If, but if the symbiote were to touch the werewolf... Then, then we'll then we'd have to see.
1: But it's from his planet.
0: No, nah, well, you can have different things from a planet, you know.
1: All right, fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, the werewolf is separate from the symbiote. Got it. Fine, it's different.
1: Sir. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> so go on, please.
0: It's my favorite thing. We were watching Venom, and they have a little Easter. He's like, "Oh, is Jameson gonna be okay?" And I was like it would be amazing if they had <laughs> the werewolf just, just jump out just started you ever see that american dad bit where it's like stands bullying steve for like school or whatever and they go to check the security cams and then they all leave and then the principal's just left there and then like the janitor just turns into like a werewolf it runs out for the kid and like they never talk about why that happens <laughs> the principal's like oh shit
1: <laughs> That's so great.
0: I just wanted that in Venom, but I didn't get it. But I I was about
1: to say, how did you see Venom? Oh yeah, was it? You want to talk about that? You want to talk about it?
0: Oh. We'll come back all to right, it. All right. I got a lot of fun thoughts about Venom. Oh, fun. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the symbiote catches onto the ship. The ship crash lands. Symbiote, like, runs around. And Peter's going through, like, his really dark time, sad boy. Is hashtag. He,
1: does he have a happy one? Because, like, weeks. As a, the more I read into Spider Man, it's tragedy. It's just like he's happy, happy, happy. And then, like, everyone hates him. Yeah,
0: there's, like, two or th- there's three funeral scenes in the Spider Man game.
1: Yeah, man like oh, it's geez.
0: you know what's really sad is that some of like Spider-Man and Peter Parker's like biggest iconography is him standing over a grave yeah
1: <laughs> yeah man like
0: dude's always sad it's like Dude it's like the, the saddest
1: life. like even in the Marvel Universe he's still the saddest fucking character sad
0: bo- <laughs> and now I'm the sad boy <laughs> he, he really
1: <laughs> stole this show for Infinity War like yes. the sad game Dude, like
0: oh, oh oh I can't but anyway let's finish in the Venom <laughs> so like the symbiote let's comes, be sadder so, let's be sadder so Venom comes or er, not Venom Symbiote comes, he finds Peter. He's like
1: Wait, I was ex- I was thinking a germ.
0: What? The symbiote's not a germ? It kinda is.
1: What's it look like? The
0: symbiote's kinda like in its base form, just a liquid that moves. So imagine like really like like a mold, right? Okay. If the mold was to move.
1: All right. All right. All right. So, I'm with you. And it finds Peter
0: It finds Peter And it needs like a host To like feed off of And usually I don't know this per se But from my perspective It needs someone That's kind of like Susceptible And like in a bad place So that they can like Kind of take over As this fungus Right
1: Man I hate this shit <laughs> Like I <laughs> love this shit In writing I love it so much But like It's also so upsetting Oh yeah It's very <laughs> like, sad Like oh, oh This is a parasite That specifically looks For sad bitches <laughs> Like
0: <laughs> Are you a sad boy? Come so on much baby sadder Yeah so like he's super sad and then like the symbiote gets on to him and then like the symbiote makes you super powerful right okay. so spider Man's already powerful so symbiote made him like 10 times powerful so the story kind of becomes like a story of, like of an athlete on steroids right so it's like oh man I'm so powerful but like it makes him super angry super mean and like a little bit ruthless so Peter kind of like catches on to this and he's like this is fucking bullshit I don't need this shit I don't need this whatever and he like all this kind of culminates in the spectacular Spider-Man show as like going inside of Peter's mind. And it's uh very similar to the Mr. Negative scene in the Spider-Man PS4 uh-huh. game. Yeah. And he's like going through his mind and like the symbiote is like talking to him because the symbiote talks to you. Right. And he's like, you only need us. We're great. You don't need your friends, whatever, blah, blah, blah. What friends? Yeah, what friends? And then like he run, and then Peter's like, yeah, fuck you guys. And then he like runs into a, oh, thank you. Um, and then Peter runs into uh, Uncle Ben in his dream. And then he, uh, he like, gets like the talking to, like a mental Uncle Ben. It's just like, yo, stop being a little dickhead, Peter. And then Peter's like, damn, you right. Uh, takes the symbiote off, gets rid of it, and then goes to Eddie Brock, who hates Peter. So now the symbiote is finding a person that hates Peter and makes Venom. And that's how Venom comes to be. And that's why Venom's always obsessed with Peter because the symbiote's kinda like an a jealous ex girlfriend where it's like, Fuck you, bitch. Wow. I'll make sure you're never happy. La la la. It's great.
1: There's so much to this. That's great. That yeah, it's great. It's Wait, a so to ve- so the Venom movie though.
0: Oh yes. Oh the Venom movie's <laughs> Wait, so okay, wh- the
1: the show that you were talking about that did this, this is the new one that just came out? No, this is an older
0: one. This older is one? This is two cartoons ago. Okay. So it was, this was like, I think in like 2006 or 7, uh, and it was a Spectacular Spider-Man, and it was by the designer that, I can't remember what he's done, but he does like a lot of really cool stuff. Uh And it was just like, it was a super, it was a good show because it was before like the MCU. So things got to be like kind of like their own singular thing, which like I love the MCU, but it's like, it's just a different platform now. Like the new Spider-Man show, I think it's called Marvel's Spider-Man. Yeah. And it like has to do with like some MCU stuff and like that kind of canonical thing. Um, I don't know though, so I can't really speak for it. But the Spectacular Spider-Man show was just, like, it was a good character study on Peter. Because it was as much as it was about Spider-Man, there'd be one or two Spider-Man scenes in the show. Like, a lot of it was about Peter and him struggling with relationships. Hmm. So it was, like, his friend group was, like, him, uh, Gwen Stacy, and Harry. And it it was just, like, a super solid show. And it did, like, the symbiote episode. Like, a lot of people, this is a big thing with, like, superhero things in general. But a lot of people see superheroes and they'll take it, like, the Dark Knight. I think the Dark Knight's like a really good movie. I don't think it's a great Batman movie. I think it's an okay Batman movie, but it's more of a crime gangster movie yeah. of anything, right? Right. So a lot of things kind of take what a superhero is and use that template and just kind of use it to make another thing. A superhero story in general, mm-hmm. though, like with Spectacular Spider-Man, I feel like a very different case because it's like they're doing a character study on this hero on this person about how they react with like different situations and how they interact with different people and him like it really shows how much of a fuck up people perceive Peter Parker to be Mm -hmm. because like in the Spider-Man game like or just in Spider-Man in general like Peter must look like the biggest fucking coward at all times because when anything happens Peter's running out the room fuck my aunt fuck my friends I am out of here to them right but then Spider-Man shows up and saves the day
1: oh my god That's so fucking that is hilarious I've never thought about that but to them
0: they're like Peter what the fuck was that (laughs) like I think even in Spider-Man 2 Aunt May is like there's a part where uh was it? They're in the bank scene, and then uh, Joe McHale is like their banker, right? Uh-huh. And then like Doc Ock shows up, and Peter runs off and does his Spider-Man <laughs> thing. And then like as soon as like Peter runs for the door, Joe McHale's like looking at him with Aunt May. And he's like, "Wow, some some kid you got there, <laughs> an absolute coward of all sorts." But <laughs>
1: so hilarious.
0: But it's like stuff like that. Like the show tackles stuff like that, where it's like when Gwen Stacy was like, "Yo, I was in trouble." the fuck was that dude <laughs> you just left me to die dude
1: you like it's so easy to feel bad for spider-man and i guess that's why like this video game got me and why the whole like series of spider-man gets you oh yeah it's just like every step he takes is just like he's stuck just being like this sh- like he's mm-hmm. stuck like when um one of the best scenes i think in the spider-man video game to just sit back and watch is when he's mm-hmm. texting mj best like that's like three Love fourths of that. the way through it yeah so bit spoilers mm-hmm. but um He's texting MJ about something where he, like, ditched her or something like that. And um, he said, like, it's over now, as in the crisis has ended now, and puts his phone away and starts, like, swinging on the webs and doing stuff. And then uh, she just texts, like, fine. Like, she's like, like, I love MJ just being like, fine, bitch, don't think I need you. Like, just like, all right, fine. Like, it was so great how MJ was like that. But then he was just like, it's fine. Wait, what no? no. <laughs> I'm like it. and then you're just like, No man, you stupid boy! Like in
0: and- the whole scene he's like walking around like you <laughs> yeah. would like in like your room as you're texting like someone in like a major thing. Uh-huh. But it's obviously like spider power, so he's like on the side yeah. of like a tower. It's like wait, God fucking damn it Hanging no. down from what?
1: <laughs> He's like, Gosh, oh what do I say? Like yeah. oh, it's so great, but you just feel so bad for him because you're like, Oh man, that is your only friend still. Mm-hmm. Also, like uh I came to the realization too. like okay i i'm mm. sorry this is gonna sound dumb but like mm. the friend harry yes he's dead right
0: kind of he's like okay. on a life support
1: do you think he's dead in the show or am i like or er,
0: in the, in the game in the game um i think that he you ever seen a batman the animated series No. I think it's kind of a similar situation to uh, that where uh, Mr. Freeze, like, they revamped his character. Okay. And in that show, uh, Mr. Freeze had a wife that, like, had, like, a terminal disease. So what he did is he, like, froze her in stasis. Until he could find the cure to that disease. Okay. So I think it's kind of one of those where it's like Harry's like fucking dying from like some chemical that Harry or that Norman probably like released on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like is Yeah, now the plot
1: of that one is that his dad is going to send him away to. No, oh no, he's going to send him away to try to get cured. That's yeah. what it was. Okay, and they like sorry. mask
0: it with like, oh, he's going to Europe or something, Harry's right, vacation. Right. But yeah, so I think that Harry's on life support right now. And like, I think they're using the Venom suit because at the end of it that's what the symbiote looks like is the end thing there where it's like touching the glass and it's like kind of like this goo oh so i think that norman has some form of symbiote that he is using to like like as i said before the symbiote's a bit of a steroid right so to get harry back to health right, right, using right. the symbiote to heal him
1: oh dude like that remind that is so close to this book series that i read that did like <sighs> once you okay so it did this really great thing where it showed you this friendship and you were like mm. oh, right, that's the best friendship that i've ever seen was yes. will and jem yeah all right and you were just like they're best fu- buds they, they love each other they're gonna fight together forever they're it's great and everything and then once it reveals their backstory basically what happened was will got cursed by a demon that As anyone who ever loved him mm. would die mm. and so he runs away from home at like the age of 13 and like uh, lives by himself and opens up to no one He's just like a He He grows into a shit lord because of it mm-hmm. Like imagine if like that character Like he was basically the 1800s version Of like an internet troll Like just okay. a shit lord yeah. And like just always Always fucking drunk Always being rude Always like not really harmful Just like rude like just mm. how we talk
0: just a hashtag mess
1: yeah he wouldn't like go after anyone or like ha- fight but mm-hmm. like he would just like start shit and just say shit and just you know just be a shit right yeah the only person he didn't do that was to jim so jim's mm. backstory is that um him and his parents got uh tortured and like captured by a demon mm-hmm. as demons were common back then as yeah. Uh, yeah. and Hurt the parents more. He kept the kid, al- the demon kept the kid alive and tortured him worse and gave him, got him addicted to like demon cocaine basically. Oh. Yeah, to hmm. torture the parents more, okay. and then uh, basically the kid wakes up, the demon's gone, his parents are dead, and mm-hmm. someone like comes in they're like, hey, uh, we've been noticing that you guys haven't been doing anything for a couple of weeks. Is everything okay? Oh shit! Like, it's, oh oh no! Right, oh, right, no. right. <laughs> it's bad. <And> so like, <laughs> they take this poor little kid out, uh-huh. and they're like, all right, time to detox, right? Mm-hmm. So he starts trying to detox. That kill Like that almost <laughs> kills him. Like uh-huh. it's real close there. Ooh, and then okay. they're like, all right, I guess give him some cocaine. Like. Uh, the, the I don't bo- really feel good about this but <laughs> Get this boy some cocaine <laughs> At this point we don't really know what to do Detox is gonna kill him so uh-huh. They give him the cocaine and then like They're like alright listen This is how it's gonna work this will eventually Kill you but mm-hmm. for now it's keeping you alive So okay. just like Good luck okay. <laughs> and they yeah. just send it back Out addicted yeah. to the co- demon cocaine And mm-hmm. like he has to like find a way to get it It's all like really skeevy and shit right yeah. And they become best friends they become best friends because Will basically says, like, well, everyone that loves me dies, but this kid is dying anyway. So, like, yeah, <laughs> Fuck it, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> you fuck it, right? Yeah. So it's, like, the most selfish thing. Uh-huh. And then, like, Jem's reason was because of they do the ceremony and mm-hmm. it's, like, they kind of bond their souls. Mm-hmm. By doing that, it basically – pulls the other guy's strength into him so he can survive a little bit longer so like mm. he kind of uses him uh, like a, a second liver you know uh-huh. <laughs> like and so they're both using each other and they both think they're hella selfish uh-huh. and like evil but like they're both best friends i don't know it's cute because they're okay. both doing it yeah if one of them was doing it it'd be a dick move yeah <laughs> but they're both being dicks so it's, it's like, like uh, why not but like this is fine <laughs> lots of pain when finding all this out yeah also like the worst part. The worst part about all of this was uh, like when. Uh, that's too hard to explain. Never mind. Okay. All right. Read books, kids. Read books. <laughs> books uh, are cool.
0: I guess the transition to how great Venom is. Oh right. Um, I yeah. want I'm gonna. I'm gonna share a quick little mini story. So when I was a kid, I uh, we were going on a plane, and my parents were like, oh, I don't probably want to hear you talk that much. So
1: here's a better drill. <laughs> here's here's a no. Here's a book. So hey, hey.
0: so. Uh, when I was a kid, they got us the story. Like, uh, they got me a comic book compilation of Venom things. So it was like, oh, kids like Venom. were so cool. Yeah, it was dope. And I remember, in I think the one that stuck with me In the kind of quintessential Venom story is uh, it's a I think it's like two pages long. And it's uh, Eddie Brock. And Eddie Brock traditionally like this big meathead. Like, Jack, like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. Uh, <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> um, and in this one, he's like, I think maybe like older. Like maybe in his 50s or 60s. And he's dying of cancer. And he is like on in a hospital bed. his 50s
1: or 60s? Yeah. That's actually kind of sad. Yeah, I
0: know. it's very. I remember he wasn't like ancient, but he looked really bad. Like he was like 50 or 60 i don't remember his age whatever he looked like shit right okay so he's dying (laughs) 50 or 60 (laughs) he's dying of cancer in his bed and he's like (sighs) like barely like his body is shit.
1: lung cancer
0: it might be lung cancer but so the symbiote this that's another thing about the symbiote is that the symbiote needs something to like feed on so if you're not eating people it feeds on you so if you want to not be a bad person the symbiote will feed on you
1: wait does spider-man eat people
0: no, he only has it for a very short time, though. Oh, okay. He has it for a very, very short time. Did
1: he find out about that?
0: I don't know if he ever finds out about that. Interesting. I'm not super sure. He has it for, like, maybe a week.
1: Dude, I also love that. That's, like, kind of a trope, because um, it, met- it happened in Full Metal Alchemist. Uh-huh. Just to take a little side detour yes, real quick. Yes. It was one of the best fucking reveals, because it was, like these kids built their whole life on trying to get one thing. And that mm. was the sorcerer's stone. And uh-huh. like they're like, we're going to fucking do it. Whatever it takes. We'll be homeless. We'll be whatever it takes. Yeah. We're going to get the sorcerer's stone. And then they find out that it takes their only one other rule is they're not going to hurt anyone, right? Uh-huh. We're right. going to find this stone. We're not going to hurt anyone. We're going to try to do good, yeah. right? Chill, boys. And they find out the only way to get the oh sorcerer's no. stone is human sacrifice. <laughs>
0: well, you know. You, wah, wah. What if we took a day off? <laughs>
1: yeah, like literally, they kind of have to. They have this moment where they're just like, "Well, shit, what now?" Like, <laughs> I it's guess we so gotta good. <laughs> Well, I mean, watch the show. But. <laughs> um, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, so it's uh, the symbiote feeds on you, so like, but you, unless you
1: kill people, unless you that's, kill it's people, it's kind of the the options you have. Yeah, so Fuck. it's
0: insinuated in the the short that the reason Eddie Brock has this cancer is because of the symbiote feeding on him and like Aww. making him susceptible to all these diseases and shit um and the symbiote's still in eddie at this point point. and it, like the symbiote is a really cool uh character because it can also act as something that strengthens you so much but it is also like kind of an allegory for depression so like the entire time like eddie's just like i don't know what i'm gonna do i don't i'm dying i just want to die the symbiote's like no, you don't need to die. You're you're great. You're amazing. You're I don't gonna know be if here for depression. <laughs> no, like in that this is like the strength thing part. Like okay. it's trying to convince him to live. Okay, okay. But like when Eddie's like strong and shit, like uh the venom like the symbiote's like, No, they don't like you. They're <laughs> shit, you're shit. Fuck? No one likes you. Like what are you doing? Like Spider Man hates you. You should hate him. What? Hate him. Fucking hate him. <laughs> it's like it's it's this thing inside your brain he like,
1: just switches over once you're good. Like he yeah. like builds you up and then he's like, No fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> like the
0: symbiote it like it needs Eddie, so it's like it's trying to like manipulate him in any way. Wow, it it manipulates. That's fucking tight, right? But it but
1: it stops at some point and is like, you know, fuck you. (laughs) Yeah, it's like if you're strong, it's like, yeah, fuck you. You want to kill this person, but it's like,
0: oh no, no, don't die, don't die. We need you. You're great. You're great. Like it's fans of the
1: Star Wars universe.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But so we're not talking about Star Wars. (laughs) No, we're not.
0: So the he's lying in bed and then like he's just like, I want to die in the symbiote. like you're not gonna die. Uh, Eddie gets out. He's like attaching, detaching like all these tubes from him. He goes to like the window, right? And then Eddie like jumps out of the window. And like there's like a frame or like a panel that like closes up on his face. And it's like tears are like flying upwards. But like he's smiling. He's like, I'm finally going to be free. I'm finally going to like, I'm done. I don't so- need this. And then like the last frame is like cut to black, right? Black frame. The frame after that is also black. And it's like a in for the symbiote. It's like, we're not done with you yet.
1: The shit!
0: So the symbiote stopped him from killing himself, protected him because, like, the blackness is like Eddie Brock in the symbiote because it engulfs like over your face. So oh
1: my god! Sometimes all you see
0: is black if it doesn't want you to have any control. And it's it's like stuff like that was like that's fucking cool. Like Dude. that's what this character is to me. Like it's this thing. It's it's hate incarnate. It's depression incarnate. It's like bad thoughts and energy incarnate. And like kind of like because like, that's how depression feels sometimes right where it's right. like it's like this brain this thing in your brain it's like oh you're shit no one likes you what are you doing da, 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 da. like that's the symbiote and that's why i think it's such like a cool character and element in the spider-man universe, in the marvel universe uh there's points where he gets control over and shit but whatever uh, yeah that's because-
1: interesting because that's like so um in anime uh my hero academia a is uh-huh. a big fucking show right now in america mm-hmm. um, around my circles and stuff but um, there's a character named Bakugo, and I have appreciated this about him since day one. It just became really cool, though, uh-huh. is, like, this character just cares. Like, n- everything else yeah. can die and wither and go yes. away and fuck it all. Mm-hmm. All he cares about is that he did it without any help. And it's so fucking oh, good. Yeah. <clears throat> because it's just so fucking pure. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just it's just. Pure rage and just like, no, I am going to be the best and I am not going to get anyone's help along the way. And if you think you're going to help me, I will fucking punch you into the ground until you're (laughs) stupid and dead and gone. Like, it's so, it's so, but it's like, it's a great turn on that of like, you can see. I think he's such a great example of a good guy that just, like, really looks like a bad guy. A a good
0: guy do a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or be a meanie about it.
1: Right, like, he's just not very upfront about being good <laughs> like he doesn't really care if you think he's an asshole he doesn't care if you think he's wrong it is. like your opinion doesn't matter because he knows what's up mm-hmm. but like man he looks like an asshole yeah. like 90 percent of the time
0: it's a bit of a tweener <laughs>
1: what <laughs> it's
0: wrestling thing. i've never heard of that it's uh, there's a thing in wrestling where it's like so you could be a baby face or a heel and my favorite is a heel with good points, which is the Miz, and it's very fun. So it's like a like a, a heel with good points to someone that's like says like is a heel but says like things that are like actually true about the story, or it's just like yeah, I mean, I don't know why the fuck you're getting all these champion shots. I beat you like eight times, like story wise, that makes no sense. But you're gonna get the cheers anyway. Fuck it, whatever, right? But tweener is like is so Deadpool. <laughs> I, kind of they 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 dance a line. I have a oh man. Should I should I do a sad thing, interesting thing in the middle or at the end?
1: I finish this plot first. Yeah. And then do the sad thing.
0: Okay. So, uh, a tweener is someone that like is kind of like in between, where they're like oh, not okay. particularly a good guy, but they're not a bad guy. Like they're oh, good yes. th- a good guy that does like mean things for good reasons, or a bad guy that does like bad things for good reasons. Oh yeah. Kind of. Fucking thing. love it. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah. So, uh, I'm trying to think.
1: I love the characters that are okay with looking like the bad guy to do the right thing. Yeah. Like, oh, that's my favorite thing. Like,
0: that's why Wolverine's so popular. Dude cuts people's ribbons, but for a good cause.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, like, if we, it's kind of like if we didn't have a Wolverine. It would be, it would be Batman. It would yeah. be really fucking shitty, and we'd have to worry about the same guy coming back every single episode. And we're mm-hmm. more interested in the villains than the actual heroes. Like br- yeah. Professor X is really fucking boring without his friends around. Like if there was a mm. Professor X solo movie, uh-huh. I think with his rules and his like everything else, like mm. he is most interesting when people are fighting against him. You know, true. It's kind of the same with Batman. Like, mm. it's most interesting to see him in a fight with someone else than to just see what he does in a day. <laughs> like, not uh, really that great.
0: I would disagree, but I'm also a huge Batman fan. <sighs> There's His psyche is like a wonderland. <sighs> but that's that's why fucking uh, Red Hood's an interesting character, too. Because he is like uh ex-Robin, dead zombie Robin. Right, right, right. I, I mean,
1: I will definitely, like, I think everything about batman that's interesting is the other characters that interact with him. oh yeah 100 agree with that
0: that's all like i'm saying oh yeah like, his bat family is i feel way more interesting than batman is i think batman yeah yeah, yeah. Is i mean like batman
1: but, but like a day with batman alone in the anything would hmm. be just like t- torture yeah, you know it,
0: it'll it depends it depends but <laughs> it's i i think that's why i love red hood though because he's like that's an example of a heel with good points where he's just like all right dude I'm killing these motherfuckers because they keep coming back. Yeah, yeah, I'm going yeah. make them. I'm doing what you do, but just making sure they don't come back. And it's like, well, you're killing. It's like, yeah, but it's for good though. So it's like, <laughs> fuck it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's cool. yeah. I fucking love those characters. Like, yeah. I also love when they like. Uh, yeah, but okay. The mm. sad thing. We, okay, You can't miss out on this.
0: So we'll go into sad thing, and then we'll go into Venom, so we can have the hahas again. All right. Uh, but so recently on Raw. Uh, do you, you? I've told you about the Roman Reigns guy, right? Yeah. So this is an interesting thing that's happened in the wrestling world recently. Uh, he came out at the beginning of Raw this week, and I uh, was like, you know, I've been living a lie. Uh, I can't really do what I'm doing anymore because of my situation. Like, my real name's Joe, and, like, he said, like, his actual real, like, not wrestling name, like, on live TV and shit. And he was like, I want to tell you this because uh, when I was 22 – Uh, I bowed leukemia and now it's back and I now have to vacate the universal championship because I now have to go back and fight my leukemia and fight cancer and all this shit damn right like super heavy fuck yeah I and it it rocked it rocked my world a little bit because this is where it gets interesting okay so in the wrestling community it's a very popular thing to kind of or was a popular thing to shit on a Roman Reigns because of the way creative kind of handled him Uh, he was a part of this faction called the shield that was super popular and people liked him in that Mm -hmm. Um, as soon as the shield broke up the WWE Vince McMahon mainly or is believed to be Vince McMahon mainly uh, really pushed him like to the forefront to things that like didn't even make sense so it's like no matter what Roman Reigns was probably going to win if he was in a match or something along those lines like he was like their golden boy and people got kind of annoyed because they weren't writing interesting stories for him. Mm-hmm. And they were having him go over on people that they wanted to see succeed because they had interesting things going on. Okay. And and it's like of no fault of his own because when Roman Reigns is just like himself, he's a super interesting and like charming guy. But when he's like – when they give him this character, it kind of like it, – it fucks it up. He's like, oh, whatever. I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm the guy kind of thing. And people just didn't like him, myself included and I was, like, people would boo, like, whenever he came out, people booed, it's like, boo, boo, chorus of boo, it's like, you suck, Rowan, fuck you, and, you know, this happens, and then it's like, fuck, this, I've been an asshole this entire time to this person that I've never met before, and, like, cause the thing is, like, he doesn't do bad work, like, he's not a bad wrestler, like, he's a good wrestler, he does, he's good at his job, and, like, he had a universal championship run, and he was, like, really good, and the only reason people didn't like him was because of what was going on, like, in the past and, like, in his creative and the current. But, like, for what, from a personal perspective, he was doing good work. And it's just, it it, it fucks you up because it's like, wow, this person may never wrestle again, potentially. This person may not live again, potentially. And the entire time they were, like, here, I spent time, like, booing them and shitting on them for things that were outside of their control. That's
1: wrestling, too. It's wrestling, You also weren't bu- bullying Joe. You were bullying the character. True, but it.
0: I never gave the character a fair shot because you, I okay. get wrapped up in the hate train.
1: You know, I think it's important to realize who the enemy is, though, because, mm-hmm. like, he, he definitely could, like there's so much I understand like the guilt, but Mm -hmm. that is a character. And that is very important Mm -hmm. to like distinguish. There's a huge difference between hating and putting energy into hating a character than putting energy behind the talent behind it. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest distinction between what you're doing is you're not going to this guy's Instagram and, like, bullying him out of Star Wars, you know? Like, there's a big difference between, I think, the guilt that you're feeling and, Mm. like, what the actual crime would be Mm. because, like, we do live in a society nowadays where people do that shit and they're fucking Mm. stupid and they ruin good things with their hate yeah. because they're getting confused with hating a character and hating the story that was written versus hating the talent behind it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's kind of like, you know, bringing up, Yuri's name mm. for Spider-Man and everything like that is like mm. it's important to distinguish like I felt sad yeah. because it was good work mm-hmm. and uh, y- you know you, it, it's like that Harry Potter thing of like you're going to be sad but you can be real happy about it I don't really get it you know like yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't it, it's good work and I don't think putting like negative emotions into it is necessarily mm. like critical of the talent. You know, well
0: it, it, well it's weird, cause like with the wrestling, there's like they even this is what was interesting about it too that like when the commentary came up and they were talking about it, they're like, you know, we live in like this kind of like alternate reality thing where things are this and that, but like just to take a moment, it's like this is like a real thing that's happening, like such and such, like kind of like blurring like those lines are like the the, the veil comes up for a minute and right are like talking it, about it for it's real. important to yeah bring
1: up the veil in those moments too. absolutely and it's That's like cool. I,
0: I guess a lot of the guilt that i just i feel and it's not to make it about me because i don't give a fuck about my guilt whatever but it's like i just feel bad and it's kind of changed my perspective on things where it's like i've i'm now in life just gonna try not to like shit on someone like personally i'll sh- i can sh- i'll shit on work like all the time or whatever but i'm gonna try not to shit all them personally as a person unless i know them or they've done like something apprehensively bad that's apprehensive, a damn good but, like, thing to live by really bad you know because yeah. it's like because it's like a thing that you're thinking about like sure i wasn't the one that was like throwing like the garbage cans through his window but i felt like i just got caught with like the brick in my hand like holding it you know Ugh. or i was like ah oh, man like i don't want to be hanging with those people i don't want like i want to like He's, like, a chill guy. He's, like, a fun, cool guy, like, just on podcasts and shit. And it's, like, man, why the fuck was I hating him? Mm -hmm. What did I hate him for? Right. Other than, like, people saying he was bad. Like, he wasn't a bad worker.
1: Right, but also, like, if you were at Lion in, like, random restaurant name Mm. insert here yeah uh and you saw him like walk in behind you would you out like go up and like treat him like a celebrity or would you be like no fuck that guy like no i wouldn't no that like that's you know i think i think you should give yourself a bit more credit like
0: but here's the thing is that like like,
1: you weren't actually ready to throw a brick at him
0: i wasn't but i was upset when he like got things you know okay because like this is the part that's kind of weird is that with wrestling it's like it is a show it is like all these things but like at least in sports you can kind of like directly compete with people to be like the best right in wrestling you have to convince this old at least in wwe you have to convince this old man that's been doing this since like 1970 that you're cool and you should be doing it Uh, you know it's like i feel to me it's much harder because not only do you have to be physically impressive to get like yourself over with the fans but you have to be able to like sell yourself sell yourself in a way to this guy that's like seen it all you know to get yourself over and like for whatever reason Roman was able to do that with Vince like he was the number one guy in that sense so like there is a year where he won the Royal Rumble and was gonna like get a championship match and I remember being like oh fuck off Roman Reigns wins again. Ugh. Like I like I was poo-pooing his successes because I didn't like I was like upset for whatever reason, Adam, because the internet told me to. Oh yeah. You know.
1: You know, it's so that's really interesting because I don't I don't even know. Like that kind of happened uh also with Garrett Watts this week. You are are you just, in that circle?
0: I just got into Garrett Watts. Yay What do you, wait what happened to Garrett?
1: All right, well, if you just got into Garrett, you'll be through his content in about a week because <laughs> <laughs> this is part of the joke, okay? And Garrett, if by some ungodly reason you found this, uh-huh. I love you, BB. This is all compliments to you come and on your the pod. like showmanship. Please come on the pod. <laughs> well, yeah, that'd be fucking tight, dude. That'd be a trailer like going I love to it. Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: going to Coachella.
1: Um We'll give you a baby. It'll be great. (laughs) A fake one.
0: Oh, okay. I was like, what? Not
1: a real one. (laughs) We're going to steal a baby? Inside jokes. Anyway. Gotcha. I'm going to stop. Gotcha. Uh, (laughs) So he did this whole video where it was like, I clean my house in 24 hours, getting Mm -hmm. rid of my hoarder lifestyle. Fuck that shit. Uh And then he um, had the second video come out like a month later, a Uh couple months later, like He was like, you're about to see this next video in 48 hours when I'm done editing because I'll be done cleaning in 24 hours. Like, Mm. next video is coming real soon. And holy shit, did all of his fans go straight to the comments like... Uh-huh That we'll be seeing That new video real soon Like oh. On that first video They're like mm-hmm, Sure we're gonna see A new upload Oh yeah You're getting better With your upload schedule Heard that before Like Everyone did that That
0: makes a little more sense though He's a very sassy man and would have sassy well, fans
1: that's cause <laughs> In so many of his videos He's like And because I have this We're gonna get bigger On upload schedule We're gonna be better About uploading more And then it just never Fucking happens Because life gets In the way it happens It's, it's fine, like a technically
0: Human podcast it's like fine, we'll be better Back? well i feel that's our podcast every week. It's like don't worry we're coming back
1: and we're, we're coming back guys. <laughs> three weeks later <laughs> dude it's fine that's what i that's yeah. that's kind of what i've gotten to with all of it is like oh you only have three good seasons of your show that's fine end it yeah you know like oh you Stay only podcast two weeks threes. that's fine just podcast like yeah. just just make shit and keep making shit And when mm-hmm. you're done making shit don't make shit it's fine yeah but anyway garrett watts garrett watts um, comes out with the next video It he took like a week trying to clean the house and couldn't get it done Uh and then he had shane over to come help and Uh he was trying to get shane to lie on camera and say that it had been a week or say that it had been only 24 hours like Uh oh he's coming over a couple hours later to help me finish up Uh and then like shane arrives and he's like no uh i've seen what a hoarder is before and that's what this is so (laughs) we're gonna throw some shit away and he's like "Uh, And he's like, you've been at it for weeks. I know Shane shut up like, and then (laughs) like, he's like, just, just watch it. And so Shane shows up and is like, uh, do you need this? And Garrett will be like, I, it, and he'll throw it away mm-hmm. and it's like this beautiful like hoarder therapy session nice. kind of thing uh, Garrett has his first panic attack and like oh my god it hurts so much no, if you've no. had a panic attack it hurts so much to hear someone talk about getting their first panic attack because oh. you remember your first panic attack yeah, you know yeah. no
0: good and how much it
1: sucks yeah and you can just see them trying to be like i had my first panic attack oh whatever <laughs> and like and you're just like oh no i'm <laughs> so sorry yeah. i'm so sorry but it was all this like r- he made he turned it into a very like eye-opening Um, Like, if you watch it, it starts out with him sitting in front of the camera and being like, listen, I tried to lie. It didn't work. Shane actually helped me out. You may think he's being rude to me, but I fucking needed this because I have this problem, which is part of the reason why we love him. Right. Right. We love him because he sees something and goes, like, oh, look at this little guy. He's just trying to, like, farm his little – oh, guy, he's so cute. And then he's, like, I'm totally getting this. But he's accumulated so many things that are, like, this special little friend to him that, like, to get rid of any of them is soul-crushing. Right. And he just needed someone to say, like, listen – if you have a million special things, they're all less special. Mm-hmm. So you should choose what is the most special to you and keep it closed mm-hmm. and let the rest of it move on to yeah. the next journey. Mm-hmm. So they did a lot of donating, a lot of different stuff like that, kind of yeah. helped them through the whole situation. But it was kind of that same thing of like, uh, you realize you were a piece of shit <laughs> because yeah. you were one of those people going like, uh-huh, sure, we'll see the new video soon. And like, because I had watched it three days after it came out and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, new video in two days, eh? Like, you know? <laughs>
0: like, hey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you sure about that one? But, like, yeah, I was one of those people. And it's, like, yeah. I didn't realize that I was holding a brick by thinking that. I right. was just, like, oh, that's Garrett. That's silly. But, like, no, it it's kind a real of. a real-life person. Like, you know, a part of our, like, it is so hard to create when the next thing you make has to be big and amazing you know I know I've stopped writing a whole bunch of scripts before because I was like no this isn't good enough to be the thing that came after my last thing like the next thing I do has to be better the next thing I has to do has to be better than the last thing I've done or I'm not improving Mm -hmm. and like it just you feel trapped almost inside of like it has to be bigger, it has to be better, it has yeah. to be in 24 hours, it has to be this, and, mm. like, that can really stop you from, like, just making something that you like. Yep. And I think that's kind of what happened in this video, and I think that's, like, mm. part of his anxiety could have come from the fact that everyone always says, like, oh, yeah, sure, you're going to start uploading again. Like, it, you yeah. know, like, we're kind of the re- the cause of this. Yeah, because
0: we don't, we don't know that perspective, and I guess that's, like, another element to it is that, like, when – because this is why it's kind of fucked up that people booed them a lot. Is that uh, as a heel, like, your job is to get boos, right? And you can do things to get boos. But when you're supposed to be a face and people boo you, it's kind of like people booing you and your work kind of thing, right? Oh, really? Yeah, because, like, a, a wrestler's, like, whole thing is, like, their character is, like, a separate version of themselves. But it's something that they've created. Something that's, like, a part of them, an extension of themselves. So when people are, like, going out and, like, you come out to, like, what on a damn near like five day a week basis to nearly like 20,000 people like yeah and you're saying like, you basically naked <laughs> yeah you're basically naked and you're like people are like shitting on every single thing that you do Ugh. that it's like I couldn't imagine that kind of stress you know can,
1: yeah can you imagine the stress of realizing you've gained three pounds yeah and, like you haven't been working out in like a life like that yeah like that must be fucking terrible yeah it, there's
0: dudes have been uh fired over that shit like there's a guy named um originally chris hero uh was fired because he gained a bunch of weight but it's he's like, back now though as cash but it's still it's like yeah that shit's real
1: right right like mm-hmm. the pressures of that all of that on that like whoo it's insane
0: yeah i guess but yeah it was i to wrap up this conversation Uh, And then we might have to wrap the podcast soon because we've got zero battery. Oh, fun. Uh, So we'll do this and then uh, maybe a happy thing. You want to do that? Oh, yeah. For about an hour. Uh, So, yeah, I guess the weird thing about it is that's like him leaving is in a way kind of good because with him leaving, the WWE has to kind of think on their feet and throw some of their plans out the window. And when they do that, a lot of times it's really cool. Like Raw was like really interesting, um, quick synopsis. Uh, oh, God, this is so hard. So after Roman came out, uh, after his speech, he went to the top of the ramp, and his two dudes that were in the shield with him uh, came out, and they, like, h- like hugged him. And then Seth was, like, a mess. He was, like, crying, like, profusely. Like, it was so sad. And, you know, they were all hugging. It was a great moment. And then Seth and Dean had a match later that night for the Tag Team Championships. They won the championships. Dean then turns on Seth and beats the fuck out of Seth. And he'll turn on seth because that's something that i've been kind of like building to or whatever so that makes like an interesting dynamics like well these guys are like the tag champs but like one of them just beat the fuck out of the other one what the fuck are, like
1: <laughs> honestly yeah like, i love that yeah like, it's like yeah it's
0: cool it's like well what's gonna happen next week when they're still the champions and like they like, have to get along like what's what's that deal gonna be and it was it was just it was perfect because people were genuinely like very upset with Dean because Dean's kind of like a beloved like goofball guy. He's like crazy uncle dude that people love. It's like, "Oh, Dean's funny. We're not going to boo Dean. We can't make him a heel. We can't boo him." But like using a real life thing and like kind of like using that emotional heightness and like like t- when he turned on Seth, there's people that like were in the crowd it's like, "Tonight, tonight Dean of all nights." It's like It's like yeah that's the perfect time to make him a heel because that is one of the most reprehensible things to do your fucking brother in the shield just said he has leukemia and then you turn on your other brother like that's like it's like good storytelling people are kind of like not about them using that for whatever but i feel that roman would be like yeah no fuck yeah go ahead if it's gonna get you over dude yeah fuck yeah you know But I don't know. It it was all very interesting. It felt like a bit of an Elseworld episode with really cool things happening.
1: Yeah, that's. uh, I I get really uncomfortable, I think. Like, my natural reaction to that kind of stuff is to be really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, um, like, a lot of what is, like, being consumed lately and what's being blown up is, like, real life stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this is the real version of this inside the mind of whatever, you know? It's, like, all this different shit. But, like, that is scarier than anything else mm-hmm. sometimes. Because, because that's in
0: there with you. That's in the world with you. It's yeah, not a And it's, it's like, suddenly you can't
1: criticize – or suddenly you're not criticizing, like, their content. Suddenly mm-hmm. you're criticizing their character and their yeah. person and who mm-hmm. they are. And, like, I don't know. I get uncomfortable when people nowadays are, like, all right, guys, I'm just going to start being real with you. And I'm like, all right, are you ready? Like, are you ready? Because yeah. it's not, the world isn't kind to yeah. that shit. Because if
0: the if the internet doesn't agree, that's millions of people coming down on you. Yeah. Super hard. Yeah. Which is, I couldn't imagine that kind of feel <laughs> oh, like. Gosh. But yeah, no, it was just, it was very interesting. It was the thing that kind of like threw me for a loop. It was like, you know what? Well, I'm not going to be a dick to people I don't know. And like, it's stuff like this, like even on like the older podcasts that we've done, or it's like, I feel kind of bad for shitting on Last Jedi. I still have my problems with it, but I don't think Ryan Johnson is like by any means like a bad director. Like right. I would still very much like to see stuff that he's gonna do in the future. And like I don't know, I just feel kind of bad. It's like it feels so sensationalized. Like oh, Star Wars sucks. Fuck Ryan Johnson. Blah blah blah. And it's like, eh, why am I doing that, dude? There's but like, need. I
1: cannot tell you how much I was singing Ryan Johnson's praises afterwards. Like mm-hmm. it. I I feel like on that one specifically like it was such a split topic of yeah. like you were either totally with Ryan Johnson or you were totally against Ryan Johnson and yeah. like i i am hoping that star wars moves away from the dark and the light you know cuz yeah. like that is they need to develop the gray jedis they need to mm-hmm. develop like the whole idea yep. of like throwing the books in the fire and all of that mm-hmm. and like ryan johnson was the fucking start of that and if it pissed off kids like i i don't know i feel like if you like star wars you should be inclined to not shove people into lockers online but like that's exactly what they're fucking doing like i hate the mm -hmm. whole like you know it used to be nerd culture to be into star wars but now it's fucking bully culture Mm -hmm. like it's just
0: yeah my problem was never with the books in the fire i think my problem was that like the Books and the Fire is fine, but there's some elements of that movie that felt like it was, like, kind of going backwards and not, like, furthering anything. And that was, like, my main concern. Right, right, right,
1: right. and I But, like, th- that is an important distinguishment to make is, like we can continue doing this and we can continue talking critically of the things that we love and Mm -hmm. we can continue being nerds. We just all need to understand the separation of like content to creator. And also Mm. like that's part of being a creator. And I think that's Mm. something that we're going to learn as we continue to create and Uh. do things is like your work does stand for you, but Mm. it is not it. Yeah. You
0: are not your work entirely. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: if someone's criticizing your work, they can criticize your work all you want. And Mm. like, they can have their opinions and you can have your opinions and that's just gonna be life. Yeah, you know,
0: it's great. Oh man, I didn't even think about uh, next week. Do you see the Halloween movie? No, oh, you should check it out. I yeah. want to talk about it next week. Do you okay. care about seeing it?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna see it.
0: Okay, next week we'll talk about Halloween because good. I had a really fun time with that. All right, tight. Um, but yeah, let's see. Good thing. Good you thing. Wanna s- you want to start?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> okay,
0: let me think about my good things. Um, la 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 la. Uh, Joji. I think albums just dropped today, the twenty sixth. Um, Filthy Frank on the YouTube's, you know him. He uh, okay. So do you remember the Harlem Shake when that started? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you remember the original video with the guys with the pink outfits and shit like that? No. Okay. Well, the guy that kind of started like the Harlem Shake craze. Okay. Uh, just released his uh first I think debut uh serious album under mm-hmm. the name Joji. He was he did albums under the Pink Guy, which were kind of like joke albums. Um, but now this is kind of like his first like like serious thing And he has a song out called uh, Slow Dance in the Dark And the music video for it is just so rad yeah. It's so dope It's definitely like emo sad boy stuff But it's like it's so, great shit It's so good <laughs>
1: Honestly great. that like I, I can't knock emo shit I did for a while I'm back bitches Like oh, yeah. it's great It's
0: fun It's just <laughs> fun Fuck, yeah. And it's like really like He was saying his uh, influences were Also we never got to Venom We'll talk about Venom next week too Okay Um, But yeah, he says his influences was, like, I think uh and uh, Celine Dion. Nice. And, then, and he was like, yeah, like, people over there love Celine Dion, so I want to do a Celine Dion kind of, like, belting ballad kind of thing. And, like, his album is called Ballads. So it's like. That's tight. Yeah, so yeah. that's coming out, and I'm going to listen to that, and it's going to be a good time.
1: Right, right. That is good. I was all focused on listening. I'm sorry. I got real interested. No worries, um, no worries. What's a good thing? A good thing. I really want to get I like, mean the the hard part is that it's a good thing that I can remember the name of. And yes. just right now in my life not really doing well. I made a website. Uh, hey, bang 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 bang. Not Hell that yeah. I remember the name of it. <laughs> Again. But you made it. But I made a website because my school thinks I need a website to be successful. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I used Wix. Um yep. this is unsponsored, but Wix was fucking so easy to use. Nice. It looks pretty fucking nice. nice um yeah. I, uh, that 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 Hell was yeah. a thing I did. Fuck yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing. It's progression. Yeah. You made a thing. I don't know. I'm definitely in a phase right now. Okay, actually good thing. I got a better one. Bang, Scratch bang. that. Kill that. From it's the record. dead. Fuck you Wix. You can fucking die. Anyway. Unless you want to sponsor us, then don't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I don't even think they Taking anybody. my grave over here. <laughs> but anyway, yes. I started this book called Cersei mm-hmm. and it is so fucking good. Okay. Like it's a story of a girl who's half nymph, half god. Mm-hmm. And um, she, there like isn't really a name for what she is yet mm-hmm. because she's something so special, but mm-hmm. she basically is developing that power through this book. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you, it, it's a special kind of witchcraft that I'm actually, like the book kind of centralizes around the idea of witchcraft right. and it's a special kind of witchcraft that I personally fucking love mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, yes, you do have to um, have these powers to begin with, but you have to fucking work for them. Right. And I have always appreciated that more than people that are just born with powers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, like, like, I mean, My Hero Academia hits all those levels for me normally because Mm. you can be given a basic quirk, and if you make it interesting, you can be the best. Mm -hmm. But you have to be creative, you know? Uh And then normally there's drawbacks to having more powerful quirks and stuff like that. But this one does the same thing of, like, this character is definitely powerful and Mm. like can definitely do some shit, but Mm. they have to go through this training process that is just like hours of thinking you're never going to be anything. And Mm. they have to go through that phase of like, this is never going to work. I wish I never was given powers just so I wouldn't have to do this a day and day and day and day again without any uh, thing happening. And then all of a sudden something clicks Mm. and she starts kind of like, realizing her will over the world, Mm -hmm. which is kind of what comes into the powers that she has. That's kind of the power that's within her is almost Mm -hmm. willpower. Mm -hmm. But she realizes that focusing her will and putting effort into what she's doing instead of just kind of letting her mind wander while she's doing these different things by Mm -hmm. like, by setting intentions into every single action that she does power comes out of it. Mm -hmm. And that's something I kind of believe about like the way that the universe works. I Mm -hmm. think if you say, I want to be a painter, but you don't spend five, six days out of the week painting. Right. You're not really putting will into those words. Right. You know? So like I just oh, it's so badass to have like that interpreted with witchcraft because mm-hmm. the payoff is so much better than real life. Like, Fuck yeah, you yeah. could get pretty good at painting if you do that for right. a year or so. But this one is like you stay dedicated to this witchcraft shit long enough and you get like a familiar. <laughs> you <laughs> I know? I'd
0: would, would do that. All
1: right. Uh Let's end with this question, though. If you could have a familiar, what would it be?
0: Oh, a familiar. Remind me what a familiar is. It's an
1: animal that basically bends to your will a little bit. Like you can summon it. It can fight for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, It can retrieve things. You can kind of talk to it and it follows you around.
0: Um, If I, I have two answers. Okay. if I had and this is like we're doing exclusive real life animals right now.
1: Um, let's open it up to magical ones.
0: Magical ones. Okay. So do you have two answers?
1: Alright, let's do two answers. Real ones and magical ones. Okay.
0: So if I have a real one, it's a gorilla. For sure. Gorilla boy. Yeah. Yeah? Gorillas are like one of my favorite animals. And if I'm getting, Not very sneaky. Not very <laughs> sneaky, but I can be sneaky. Oh, be so sneaky. you
1: can be like tag team with them Exactly. So smart, I'll be sneaky. Smart. And
0: then like if I ever get caught gorilla from the sky monsoon smash smash i'm fine i see and i, I get see. to ride on them and they'll pick me up and they'll. i'll teach them how to whip and Nene and they'll but be yeah. like oh okay um and it also talks um right of course it does and if a magical one i i really like uh i like the the one that Ong has the little oh, appa not Appa, the other one. Moo Yeah. Momo. 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 I like Momo a lot. Oh I'd my want God. Momo. Like a little monkey, like that's <laughs> like little Momo he's just crawling around. Or like a, a bit of a like a, a fox thing that like coils oh, and yeah. sneaks like that. I'd like that.
1: Definitely. what about you. All right. So I think if it was a real life animal, it would have to be like a giant constrictor boa. Okay. Um It's a good choice. Yeah.
0: It's very useful. First very time. Voldemort of me. Very but much. Very Slytherin. <laughs> showing your Slytherin, Slytherin hey tendencies in Gryffindor. Hey
1: man. Hashtag not all Slytherins. But <laughs> <laughs> not all.
0: Fuck off. <laughs> 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 fuck off. Hashtag that not is the
1: all only one that I haven't switched over on. I'm still a Gryffindor through and through. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's just because I'm an idiot for my friends. Like, I don't know. I feel like I am definitely the Spider Man. Try, mm-hmm. try to, try to, try to see the good in people until yeah. they absolutely give you no other option extreme justice yeah <laughs> i mean also like forgiveness is a very important thing yeah. anyway fuck them <laughs> uh that's and then my for Ravenclaw magical coming one, <laughs> one mm-hmm. a dragon
0: dragon's tight dude
1: you can't pass up a dragon familiar nah, nah. a dragon familiar but the
0: dragon familiar has got to hang back a lot though. oh yeah
1: but like that's the best part about it being a familiar yeah. is you can summon it mm-hmm. you can like understand it completely yeah but like that's kind of the i mean as a person who loves animals it's always mm. been a dream of mine to be able to have a familiar yes because imagine like i think every dog owner has wanted to know if their dog likes them oh yeah I used you know to that shit all the time
0: when i was a kid i had a, a pet monkey that i would not find a, a pet monkey What the? Sh- i was
1: about to say where did you grow up michael jackson's house <laughs> yeah dude <I'm laughs> Michael Jackson's son. oh my gosh how much- michael jackson's
0: kid <laughs> dude that makes so much sense um so <laughs> So, so when I was a kid, I had a, uh, I had a little raccoon, a little beanie baby raccoon. I called Robert, and he was a little raccoon. Oh. And I put him like right on my shoulder, and I was like, "We're walking around, and he's my friend."
1: That's so sweet.
0: And I would hang this little monkey around me and stuff too. Dude, it was fun.
1: I want. So we're gonna finish like, the podcast soon, but yes. uh, I once. St- uh, went to visit my friend's cousin in elementary school and she had mm. like three raccoons as pets because they can be domesticated. raccoons. Yeah, and it was so fucking tight to just like wake up in the morning and be like, oh, good morning. and Just petting a raccoon. <laughs> 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 Nothing is better. <laughs> All <laughs> right, so that's my happy thing is the book, Cersei. Go yes. read Boom. it right Boom. now. Boom. It is so good. I'm only on chapter eight and I'm completely hooked. Uh, also, thank you so much. Oh, what?
0: I have one bonus happy thing. One bonus happy uh, thing. What a week. How haunt house
1: the hill who, who, it's, hill, a fun, a, it's a- Hill house
0: How- the haunting on of Hill House or something the haunted hill on house. Netflix yes
1: oh yeah if you have any friends in the film industry so you already good. know yeah. you already know but so let's fucking wait a little good. bit for spoilers on that one, not about it came it. Out I'm not talking just
0: ago. I'm just saying my I'm not finished with it yet either okay I'm just saying like I've been fucking loving well it. if you
1: guys don't want spoilers in a couple weeks when we do end up talking yes, about holy it, shit go watch haunting on Hill House on Netflix yes. you've seen the commercials if you've ever been on Netflix in the past month you
0: will not regret it yeah it's great but- it's
1: yeah it, it, I think mm. um just to sweeten that deal a little bit i think the best part about that one is mm-hmm. like they do not need to be in your face about horror if you've ever <sighs> been like like i think my friend was on episode nine mm-hmm. or eight eight yesterday i think like I know exactly and, what you're talking about and she said there's been about three or four sc- jump scares like yeah. they go for oh, actual yeah. drench you in horror mm-hmm. because the content is scary not because we flashed a light and made yeah. a noise also like, it's pretty cool
0: a lot of the this is like a very brief over thing that i just generally love at horror that this does a lot is that it there's they play with background stuff a lot uh-huh, like yeah. in episode eight there's a part where someone's doing a thing and like in every frame where they're in frame there's like this Thing in the background, yeah, that back, gets yeah closer and closer. All right, right. that's
1: that's 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 enough as you should say. No, 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 that's a just, thing later
0: on. It's I'm not saying what the it's there's ghosts. That's right, it's a, right. It's a haunting, but right. it's like shit like that where it's like the the scared comes from was like like I was watching it with Mary and I was like fucking tell me you saw that because it's something scary if you're the only one that sees something and no one else sees it yeah and this show does it very very well it's, it's fucking great so awesome but yeah that we're gonna get into that later we'll Super get good it. thing stay tuned yes and
1: go watch dish and dames go watch dish and dames uh, it's out baby boys yeah. and
0: baby girls
1: hell yeah yeah all right uh and thanks for listening to this yeah we'll we love you guys. guys so much see you later
0: we'll bye. have something bye